0: Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, and styling and body care products. And today's episode is also brought to you by Imani and BreastPumps.com. Imani recently released the Imani I1 Dual Breast Pump featuring the quietest motor on the market. But we will hear more from our sponsors later. Um, You can find our sponsors at BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com. If you need anything, check and see if you can get anything from our sponsors. They um, make this podcast possible. And while you're on BadassBreastfeedingPodcast.com, you can scroll down and enter your email address. And we will send episodes straight to your inbox um, or your spam folder every week. (laughs) I don't know how to control that, but... Yeah. I noticed that even for me, it, sometimes it comes into my inbox and sometimes it's in my spam folder. I don't know. That's a thing. Don't you think don't somebody understand. should have figured
1: out how to like manipulate yeah. that by
0: now? I mean, there's all these things. It's like all the how to get your newsletter into people's inboxes. And I'm like, I'm not studying this. I'm not. I know. I'm just, if people Come are on. looking for it, they know to look. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Diane line. is our
1: review of the week. And it is a short and sweet one. But it is from somebody who is starting their journey to become an IBCLC and says she's very happy to find the podcast, loves the content, and cannot wait to learn more. And congratulations on your decision to become an IBCLC because we need people. I'll tell you that right now. We need people. Yeah. Um, but it is sometimes a very like overwhelming journey. So... That's why people don't become one or don't follow through with becoming one because it feels like very overwhelming and very daunting. Um, If anybody needs any kind of like, you know, a few words of wisdom here and there, or just somebody to go, I know it's really hard. You can do it. You can totally count on me for that because it is, it's a hard, it's a hard path. It super is, but um it is an important, it is an important job. It really is. And I know that like, we're not, um, Valued as much, mm-hmm. but it is an important job. So thank you for for going this route because probably, I mean, people become lactation like consultants because of usually because of what ha- has happened in their own journey. Um, that's the majority of the time what you see. So you know whatever got you there, thank you. So I hope there's other people out there that are debating about it right now too put you over the edge. But yeah, so that was that was it. She put that on iTunes for us. So thank you so much. And if you would like to put stuff on iTunes for us, it helps us a lot. Um, if you don't have access to iTunes, you can always email us at badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. And I promise I will answer you. Might not seem like it, but I really will.
0: <laughs> it might be a while.
1: It might be. Yeah. And I would, yeah. Please be gentle.
0: Offense. Be yeah, She's, you know, you're like really the the inbox warrior. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I try she my best. She does not wear the crown proudly. No. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's because it's a crown of thorns. That's why. <laughs> no, um, but we love your emails. We really do. We do, yeah, we do. We just and don't have uh, yeah. any time, which we can um talk about, right? We could talk oh about gosh. time yes. and what's happening to us as a civilization. Yeah.
1: Um, yes. So, and I think this is something we didn't, we haven't talked about enough. We did an episode on this like way early. Like I don't even know when. So early.
0: We, yes, we did. It was a really long time ago, and it was before I, um, had really started reading more about self care and capitalism, and this whole idea of self care, where it came from you know, what it means to be, what self-care means inside of a capitalist society. Um, So I know everyone's probably fallen asleep now, but I promise it'll be interesting.
1: (laughs) I have a really hard time, um, like just with my own self-care. Like I am really not good at it. And like, sometimes my therapist will be like, well, what are you doing for you? And I'm like, I don't know. That's a thing.
0: Like, I don't know. Well, I don't think anything. Let's talk about that because self-care inside of capitalism is sort of, um, not very, not sort of, it is very much a a lie. I mean, we live in this culture that is, that is run by profit. The whole entire system, the fact that you, the fact that you have a baby and then, you know, you need to go back to work, right? That's capitalism, right? We need to keep capitalism Mm -hmm. going. We need to keep the workers coming. We need to do all, we need to do this. We need to have the people who make the money make more money and the workers make minimum wage. (laughs) And this is how the system works. And then we have rich people and we have people in poverty. This is all capitalism. This is how, this is all, this is how it's set up. It's not like, oh, these, these things are, oh, you know, poverty is like, you know, we have the money to, to, to cure hunger, you know, but, but (laughs) yeah, we do, but, but we live in capitalism. So we don't spread the money around the rich people keep the money and then the poor people don't have money. And that is not a mistake. That is how it works. Right. That's how it's meant to be. The system's not broken. That's, it's just a fucking stupid system. That's all. It works fine for what it is, you know, that's what it's meant to do. So when you start to say things like self-care, this has now been engineered as another way of just fueling capitalism. You, it, it's not, the system is not getting you down, guys. You are not taking care of yourself. You need to, you know, it's all putting it back onto, onto us when we are not the ones who are causing us to feel this way to begin with. And there really is no, you know, there is not enough, there is not enough, you could never do enough to feel, you know, really empowered or, or, or not, you know, oppressed in some way. Not that we're oppressed, you know, because of course, we're not the people who are oppressed. But, 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 but it is this, this, there's no way that you can just feel okay because because feeling this way also is is another way to fuel this capitalism because now we go out we need to buy pedicures we need to buy you know we need to buy day spas we need to get our hair done pay the hairstylist it it, it, it this the idea of self-care fuels more capitalism it's another function of it mm-hmm. and we can't we can't exist outside of capitalism, right? We're all inside of it. And I know I've said capitalism a bunch of times, but like, <laughs> this is seriously, I, I I really want people to rethink all of this because you are being made to feel like you are not doing enough. And you feel this way because you haven't figured out self-care. You haven't figured out, you know, what you're going to do for yourself. You haven't figured out how to carve the time out of your day I mean, how is that possible? If you really want it, you would find time. That is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's another way to make you feel guilty about not doing enough for yourself. And it is not, it's not us. We are not doing this. You are not doing something wrong. We live in a world and in a system that creates this. And so, I mean, that's really, really the crux of what I want to talk about is just how this is not our fault. Mm -mm. This is not, we, we are not, it's not, it's not that you are not good at it. It's not that you are not doing enough. It's that this is, this is happening to you. This is like being imposed on you. You know, this isn't a choice. I read something recently. Maybe it was just something
1: I saw in toxic social media, but it was like something about when, when somebody tells you, whether it be a therapist or a, you know, well-meaning doctor or a friend or something like that tells you, oh, you should be, you know, you're not doing enough for yourself. Where's your self-care? And it's like, that is a very entitled thought process. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a very like, don't tell me I need to go do self-care because that is... Now you're putting one more pressure on me. Yeah. You're telling me there's one more thing I have to go do. Like, that is... Don't put that on me. And that's almost like when I read that, it's almost kind of how I felt. Like when my therapist is always like, like, where's your self-care? And I know she doesn't yeah. obviously mean it in a bad way, but of it's course. just like, then I'm really sitting there going, what do I do for myself? I don't do anything for myself. What a freaking ass I am that I don't do anything for myself. Because right. And then it's you just make yourself about- feel worse. <laughs> I know it. Like it does. But that's my mentality because I'm like, you know, i one of those people that is um, a little too sensitive, a little too feeling, and has guilt over every single thing on the planet. But oh,
0: so that oh so God. then I'm like, I'm,
1: oh my gosh, you know, like i I there's one more thing I should be doing that I'm not doing. I'm not a good person, you know, I'm not good at this human being stuff. Um, but I'm sure there's people out there who don't take that guilt as bad as I do. But it is a thing. Like it really, it really does make you feel like there's just more stuff that you have to do and it's like oh yeah I, I no i didn't fit that in i forgot i didn't get that in there sorry yeah
0: but then again sorry it's on myself. us when we have yeah, very yeah. little control of all the things that are happening but then mm-hmm. it's our it's our responsibility to you know to carve time out of the day that 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 is filled with all of the things that we need to be doing and i
1: don't and would, so go ahead i was going to say this would have been good like on the heels of that episode we did about how much ridiculousness was going on in the country, because all I keep thinking of right now is how, you know, we, that, that not law, but that, yeah, maybe it was a federal law that was supposed to pass for pumping so uh that parents could pump and they denied it because it would be too hard on the employers. Exactly.
0: You know, and it's like, would take a hit. Right. Right. Well, and we're then not going to allow that to happen.
1: Look at everything now that's going on with the um, student loan stuff. Right, people are freaking out because student loan debt, like a very small part of student loan debt, like very has small. been, you know, kind of like washed away or whatever. And people are like, "Oh my god, what's that going to do to our, you know?" To... Shut the hell up! It's education. It should be free anyways. Right, like.
0: Right. Get and all, it's like the whole it. maternity leave. Like, why can't we give people a year off of work? Can't do it. I mean, we all know why. Mm-hmm. We are not going to let people be out of work for more than a year or for, for a year. More, yeah. It's not going to happen because capitalism is first and foremost. But then you're, told, is, yeah. then you're told that you are not doing enough to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. When you have a freaking baby, you go through labor, you're being asked to come back to work before your body's even healed, like you still have stitches in your vagina or in your stomach, and you're back to work, and you're stressed out, and you're overwhelmed, and people go, well, why aren't you exercising self-care? You are not doing enough to take care of yourself. (laughs) I mean, can you not see how this is a problem? How fucked up that is? That is messed up. Mm -hmm. And then, no, you need to go and in order to enact self-care, you need to buy a bunch of shit, which then makes self-care only available to people that can afford it. I mean, it's just, you know, and I read this article and I, so (laughs) this has been like a slow build. So I was like, (laughs) first I was like, I was thinking about this and I was reading like things about it and I'm like following all kinds of these like, um, anti-capitalist like um, accounts now and like reading all this stuff about like neoliberalism. And um, it's, you know, I'm just getting like all of this. This is like, a you know, it's um it's growing in me. So this yeah. episode may have been like a little too soon, but it's also like, I'm just getting very like excited about these things. Like this is not our fault. All of these things that we think are our fault that are, that we're not doing enough, that we're not, it is not us. This is not something that we didn't create this problem. I mean, we as humans did, but we as individuals did not create this problem. Right. And um so I was even up until last night I was like reading articles and like all this. And I was reading this post, it was like I don't know, it was like a guest post in like the Guardian. Oh, I've seen the Guardian. Yeah. Yeah, and it was um just this lady talking about how how she would love to see this shift. It was written by Bridget Delaney. I don't know any of these, you know, I don't know anything about this. I think she's British though. Um, She was talking about how we need to move from this concept of self-care to communal care, where this is, and it actually completely exists outside of capitalism. It's anti-capitalist care. And, it and, and you know the idea of community it's a very simple idea of just making yourself available to people and the community um taking care of each other, mm-hmm. which is something that capitalism doesn't want to happen right because we we need people to to buy their way to 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 fix their problems, otherwise it doesn't you know make the money i mean like self care industry like if you think of what the like that means, that's like a billion dollar industry, yeah. And, and, you know, helping your neighbor, um, stepping out of your house when you see something going on, when you are, you know, or just to kind of focus on us, but like, you know, focusing on, you know, helping, you know, somebody who, um, who's just had a baby with like all the ways that we talk about, it, you know, like a meal train and, you know, uh, let, you know, this kind of thing that, um. Or just helping, you know, going over and helping like hold the baby and helping these, helping people, just helping people. It's not a complicated concept. I don't need to keep trying to explain it. You all understand what I'm saying. (laughs) Communal care, you know, it's like, it's like, it's not, it shouldn't be on the individual to care for yourself. This is not, that's, that's, that's not how people have survived for thousands of years we've survived through community and the community is breaking down and we can see the effects of that everywhere. Mm -hmm. And I love that, that the idea of it exists outside of capitalism. You can't, you know, there's no way to, I mean, people will all, all in all kinds of ways, try to sell it. You know, I'll sell you my time in some way, but we don't need to do that. You know, there was, um, we were on, uh, uh, it was, um, I don't know, whatever, last summer or something. And there was um, uh, an argument on the street. There was like a, I think a man and a woman were arguing. And um, a, I, I think a couple of people came out and they were like, are you, are you okay? To like the woman, are you okay? And they were angry or whatever. And a couple of people were kind of like trying to help. And then the somebody had called the police. So the police showed up. And I'm thinking about this and I'm going... You know, we've got this, you know, like the, the community's here to help. Like that is a situation where we didn't need to call on someone, you know, the, the community was helping mm-hmm. and, and in that, and in that, in that way, but that's so not how we think, right?
1: No. Yeah. we Because
0: don't. we have been taught that we, we can't take care of ourselves, that we can't ourselves as a community. I mean, and that we can't, you know, that we need, you know, authority. We need all of this to kind of, you know, regulate and, you know, keep everyone under control. Um, but we don't, we don't need that. And of course there are times where, you know, of, we need more intervention in a situation, but there's many situations where the community can just, can step up and help. I think a lot of people are scared. I'm you sure know people like it's just not the norm but also, anymore. like how have we exactly? And how just, and why have we become so scared of it? Yeah, like it's just I think yeah, we're we're told, oh no, it's dangerous. We're told you could get hurt. We could told we're told to stay out of it. We're told this sued. and that. Yeah. And 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 in that way, we're kind of you know, I mean that you know, the system operates to kind of keep us from organizing, right? Mm-hmm. And if we you know, if we do so, so, so I mean, it's going to push back against that. And we are going to, because we're raised in this culture to kind of think that, that, that it's not the way you do it. So it does seem scary. Right. But what if it was the way we did it? How much would we be taking care of each other? Yeah, that would be great. And we should take a break for our sponsors. Yeah, we should. Yeah. And I'll be back with more of my rants. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries those safe, effective, and pediatrician tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packed in California. Their hair and body baby wash is made with gentle moisturizing ingredients such as orla- organic calendula and refreshing rosemary extract. Rosemary helps stimulate scalp circulation and calm cradle cap and eczema. This hair and body baby wash is ideal for babies, children, and adults alike. All of Original Sprout's products are paraben and phthalate-free, vegan and cruelty-free. Their proprietary formulas contain nourishing extracts from fruits, vegetables, and flowers that the whole family can enjoy. They are not just for babies anymore. Check out the entire line at Original Sprout com and use code BADASS for 25% off of your purchase. Jack thought that was really good. You like oh, that 25% that off? Yeah. He went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is also brought to you by Imani and BreastPumps.com. Helping mothers everywhere with the right tools, Imani recently released the Imani i1 Dual Breast Pump featuring the quietest motor on the market. Experience optimal pumping with hospital strength output, as well as a never-before-seen boost mode. Whether pumping from one breast or both, this smart system maintains a constant pumping pressure. Its two main cycles, massage and express, include multiple vacuums on each cycle. Portable, efficient, and hands-free, find out why Imani USA products are trusted by over 46 million mothers around the world throughout their breastfeeding journey. For more information, visit ImaniUSA.com, that's I-M-A-N-I-U-S-A.com, and use code BADASS for 25% off your order. Or you can visit breastpumps.com forward slash Amani, and you can place an order for this pump using your insurance benefits. And today's sponsors and the promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes will also include further information about things we talk about in this episode and at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com you will also find our breastfeeding resources all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. So like when you're talking about the whole, you know,
1: community thing, I just keep thinking back to like that movie I don't, I know I've brought this movie up in the past. Um, and it's old, but the babies mm-hmm. movie, that documentary. Oh, and yeah. there was like, you know, like these communities that were all together taking care of the babies all together. And it's like, that would be amazing. And it's just not like that now. And there's, I think there's so much stuff that's drawn us away from everybody. You know, like you just end up in different parts of the world without family nearby. And you just, it really has broken down. That system is really broken down in so many ways. And then we're like, oh yeah, you know, you should be taking care of yourself, but it's really hard. It kind of reminds me of like, whenever I would go on vacation and I haven't gone on like a really good vacation in a while um, because of the pandemic and all, of that, all that, obviously. But I remember going away, it was a few years ago and it was when my dad was still alive because I remember saying to my father, I was like, it is way too much work to go on vacation like i it was just there was way too many loose ends to tie up before i left there's all this stuff and then when i get home there's all this stuff i needed to do it's like there was so much work involved with taking a vacation
0: that it's like oh my why god am I, doing I know this? yes yes why am i doing Coming this back to myself my vacation is a nightmare
1: it, the whole yep. thing is bad so i'm like why why am i doing this to myself like is it even worth it because it's so much right. work totally And I kind of like, that's how I feel about this. It's like the the whole, and when you've got a new parent and you're like, oh, you should go, you know, you should go do something for yourself. You should go have a date night. You should go out to dinner, which means you have to hire a babysitter and pump some milk and worry about what's going on. And it's like, it is important. It is important for you to be able to get out and do things and, you know, but- it shouldn't be something that is forced on you. It shouldn't be something that is like you're struggling because you have no self-care. Like that's not fair. I feel like that's really not a fair statement to make.
0: No, it's not. And I want I want to read a little bit from this article cuz it's so good. Um and again, I don't know who this person is, so I'm not like I I just I I just this article is great. Um in a world where so much is out of our control, from political events to climate catastrophe, what can we control? We can control the products we put on our skin and enrolling in a yoga class and the food we put in our bodies. As a result, self-care, used as both an incantation and a declaration of rights, was a reclamation of sorts, mostly over women's time, emotional capacity, and agency. The term became elastic enough to cover the woman who was recalled covering from breast cancer and needed rest to the day spa that was promoting a special on avocado body scrub. Yet, the, prob- the problematic nature of this term is rooted in its very linguistic structure, self. While looking after yourself is great, self-care is still an idea rooted in a neoliberal tradition of looking out for ourselves rather than seeing ourselves our health and our fates as inextricably linked to our fellow human beings. Wouldn't it be great if this decade we took the self out of self-care and strived instead for communal care? Um, And so, I mean, the whole thing is just like chock full of like great stuff like that. But this is like, yeah, we, we see, you know, what are you doing to take care of yourself? We don't see it as like, what are we doing to take care of our people? Mm Mm-hmm you know and we see this so much right we see this we saw it through the pandemic we saw japan just paying people to stay home we saw america you know forcing people into crowded factories where you know 75% of the people were getting covid you know so that we could keep so that we could keep going and no there i mean it was like pulling teeth to get a tiny bit of like you know help from the government even though you know whatever y'all know (laughs) what i mean yeah um so also i want to point out that this idea of self-care um where's the other article oh no i hope i can find it um so the idea of self-care is actually the idea of self-care came and is rooted in um originated in um the black power movement of the 60s especially among black queer women and it is a concept that has been taken from that and then monetized of course because this is <sighs> what we do yeah. um but this particular article this was from Michigan Daily I don't again I don't know who um the um Author is, but um, this one paragraph just to just to um, highlight that is uh, though self care has been commodified into a ten million dollar industry, and I and I would argue that ten million dollar, I, I oh, would argue that's that. probably more than that. Yeah, by U.S. capitalism, the origins of self care actually stem from anti capitalist roots in the Black Power movement of the sixties and seventies. The Black Panther Party championed this idea during the civil rights movement with legendary leaders Angela Davis and Erica Huggins, utilizing mindfulness techniques like yoga and meditation while in prison. For these organizers, often Black queer women, the idea of maintaining their health and preserving their existence was not only a means of survival, but an act of political warfare. So these people are fighting this fight for their lives, right? And realizing that you can't fight this fight without resting at times. You know, because when you're kind of, you know, I mean, I don't know what it's like to fight for my life because I'm, I'm not, I'm a white woman in America and we don't fight for our lives really. I mean, there are, that was a blanket statement, which is not true across the board. Me personally, speaking from my experience, I've never fought for my life. but. When you're doing that, I think you realize you can't just do that 24/7. You have to rest. And so here comes capitalism going, "Oh, that's such a really great idea. Let's take that and commodify it. We'll wrap it up into a nice, you know, gift, nice present wrapping paper, and we'll sell it." And that is now a massive part of our culture and part of our capital part of capital. And I thought that was really interesting. It
1: really is. I mean, why can't we, if we're going to do self-care, we're going to promote self-care. Why can't it be free? Like let's
0: do the free stuff. Yeah. And the free stuff would involve all of us organizing and taking care of each other. Which is so difficult because again you don't know what to do and people don't know how to accept it and you know this is this is I'm not saying that that you're wrong for going to get your pedicure or for you know spending time alone I'm I'm you have to do that because that is survival but don't mistake that for self care that is survival this is what it looks like Mm -hmm. in this capitalist world to try to maintain some sanity. I just want people to realize that this is not, this is not on you. You are not doing something wrong. You are not failing. You are not good enough. You are not, you know, failing to create a good enough routine or schedule or whatever. It's not you. You know, it does feel like,
1: if you're not paying for something, it's not a tangible thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. We think about it, yeah. Because I think about that sometimes and like, actually this came up when, you know, another time that my therapist was talking about like the whole self-care thing and I'm like, oh, I don't really do anything for myself. I don't really do it. And then it like kind of dawned on me that like, well, on the days where it's appropriate, like on the days that it's sunny, and of course this is just a summer thing, but I love to float in my pool. So even just to take like half Mm -hmm. an hour to be like, you know what? I'm just going to lay on my float in the sun for half an hour. And you know, just to, and it's like, okay, that's like, that's self care. Like that is a self care thing because I am kind of removing myself from my work environment, from all the noise of the world. And I'm putting myself into a different place, but because I'm not paying for that, I'm not out getting my toes done. I'm not out like shopping or, you know, anything like that. It doesn't feel like. I can actually count that. It's just, it's a very strange, I don't know. It's like, it's really, it's weird almost. That things that are not, unless it's something
0: that we're paying for, it just doesn't count. Yes, and this is what, I mean, capitalism in this country is almost like religion. mm -hmm. You know, we'll say, you know, you hear people say like, um, Americans don't have... A sense of culture, or uh, you know, or and it and it's and it's true because we uh, we live we're you know we live in this world where we are just we are consumers. That's how we are seen. That is our religion, you know. While people are thinking about you know, I don't know, yeah. the meaning of life, we're thinking about the next thing to buy because we are taught this is this is how you this is how you take care of yourself Mm -hmm. you reward yourself you you i mean you know think about how we're taught you know even just the recent time that amazon has become (sighs) you know so big about this you know when they're when your packages arrive how exciting that is and marketing no. even marketing even uh, preys on that, you know. You mm-hmm. see the commercials, and the woman comes out of the door, and there's a package, and it's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it is just, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, when you think about it, and I and I don't, and I and I can't. If I think about it too much, I like I start to, you know, I feel like trapped. Like, how are we? <laughs> We're <laughs> stuck in here. You can't get out. You know. Um. But then, then um, maybe people are saying, "Well, what what do you suggest then, Abby? Like, what are you saying? Like, what are we supposed to do?" I mean, I I would suggest that we reach out more and we become a part of our community. And the and the um, maybe there's people I know in my neighborhood. There are um, all kinds of organizations that like help feed the hungry, that help you know provide supplies to new parents who you know do all these things and. And, um, I would say that try to get involved, you know, with something like that, or just like reaching out to your neighbors or whatever, and other people who maybe who are doing what you're doing with new, new, um, babies or start a group or, or, you know, and I said this to my friend or take some pills. (laughs) And the reason I say that, that is also a a trillion-dollar industry. Yeah. But no, you have to know that it is not because you are failing that you feel this way. It's not because you are doing something wrong. It is not because you are falling short. This is how it operates. It's not you. It is the system and if you are having trouble functioning in this system there's again not something wrong with you there this is this is dysfunctional it is yeah. and if you know and if you need to take if you feel like you need to take something you know for to to manage your mental health then like please do it i feel like taking medication sometimes feels like and i know it did for me it felt like it felt like I had failed because I took medication like I will my like in my early 30s, late 20s, early 30s. And it did like wonders. It was great. It like really kind of reshaped everything. And then recently, like at the end of last year, I was like, I just feel like I'm struggling more than I have in a really long time. And I thought, I don't want to go on medication again. Because there are, of course, you know, it's like going on sucks. Coming off of it sucks. It's, you know, it's not. Such a stigma. side effects and stuff. There's stigma. And it un- can be uncomfortable with, with, you know, depending on what you're taking or whatever. But then I was just like, you know what? I can't. I don't. Why? I don't want to just. I, I It's not. I don't. I don't. I, I. It's not because I'm not running enough. It's not because I'm not doing enough yoga. It's not like this is I'm struggling. And i don't and I'm going to you know I, so I felt like, okay, well, I failed, and I had to like go back on medication, um, but that's not the truth. The truth is is that it it helped me, and um I'm, I don't know how this turned into like a pill commercial.
1: but now, this is what'm saying This is <laughs> actually funny because I had the very same conversation recently, and like kind of went off my medication just kind of by accident like kind of accident, kind of not accident, where I was just like, kept forgetting to take it. So I'm like, well, I feel fine. Like, it'll be fine. And it was not. So um ended up having to go back on it and did feel that whole, like, I failed. I couldn't be without it. I, you know, it was just really too hard. Um, And I remember like complaining to my husband about it. And he, so he takes medication for allergies. He's got bad allergies. So he's like mm-hmm. a daily around the, 365 days a year has to take allergy meds and um, like blood pressure and like reflux type stuff. So just a, like typical, you know, whatever. And um, he goes, I was like, but you know, it just, I failed. I don't want to have to take medication. I can't, you know, it's not who I really am. Um, now you are in love with the person that's on medication. You aren't in love with the person that really is me because this isn't me. And he was like, do you want snotty, refluxy, high blood pressure, Tom? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I was like, I just kind of started laughing. And I'm like, all right, that's kind of a good point. You know, because yeah. it's like. We love toped up Tom. Let's get up Tom. But it really is,
1: you know, it's like sometimes you just have to get through. Like you just. And, and it is like there's a lot of people on medication now just even just anxiety or whatever it's like we can't cope with what our our society has done like our society is really it's out of control and it really we need to cope and it's a really difficult thing to do
0: and honestly it's so much better than like coping with alcohol or something which I can speak to from experience as well like that is not I mean, I'm all, you know, we already did the alcohol episode. Of course, you can do that safely and you can all of that if you enjoy that. But like that as a main coping thing is not going to lead anywhere good. Right. You know, you got to have other things. And if and if you, people constantly telling you to carve more time out of your day and, you know, get to more yoga classes and just do your nails more. And this is, this is a facade. This is like crap. We're being force fed. Mm hmm. You know, yeah.
1: Do, I had a doctor tell me that once. I felt like she made me feel uh, like crap. Like I cried, like in her office, and she's going on about like how, like, see how upset you are. You really need to get out and do, you know, and go to the uh, gym, and you have to carve out that time. And it's like, lot wow, Like I, I never went sour again.
0: Like never. Yeah, I mean, I like, like I, I, I do not want to. Not helping people.
1: Mm-mm.
0: It's not. So yeah, do if there's something that you know you do that you need to do in order to cope, then it's then do it because Mm -hmm. it's not you. You're not failing. It's the system that we're living in. Yeah. So yeah, that's my um, new take on self-care and uh, I would love to hear what everyone thinks. Probably not what anybody was expecting when they saw the probably not
1: self-care. Episode, yeah. but I, I, yeah. I mean, you're not off because, like I said, I saw something recently that was like telling people that they need to engage in self care is like putting one more thing on them. That exactly. is exactly, yeah. That is pressure.
0: Yes, and when it's, it's not the individual, it's not us that are creating this. So how? Ca- so it's not possible for us to fix it. You know, the problem is we are not the source of the problem. us individuals right so we can't just like you can't just you cannot just do push-ups and it'll go away (laughs) wouldn't that be nice
1: oh yeah i used to be able to run it away when i used to run
0: yeah i mean running really helps me as well i love running it's very therapeutic and it makes me feel really good but it doesn't fix everything It doesn't, you know, you can't. And if you just had a new baby, you're not going to go run for two hours for crying out loud. Nope. And it's also on you still to just like keep running all the time. Keep running, keep running, keep running, keep running. It's almost like a hilarious metaphor. Yeah. Just keep running. Just keep running. Run as fast as you can away from this. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, anyway, thanks for listening.